What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach, and I hope that you guys are spitting whatever fire you can. We are in 2020. Things have been crazy. Things have been uncertain. Things are constantly changing. And whether you are working from home, working in a hybrid situation, or not employed right now, this is going to be a great episode for you because undoubtedly we have experienced this issue more than once. We may have been part of the problem, we may have been part of the solution, but we can change it all around. We are talking about what happens when we have toxic coworkers, toxic employees, toxic bosses that poison the well. Earlier today, I was talking with a client and she is in a leadership role and has been doing a lot of intel to understand the culture of a team that is very toxic right now. There's a lot of people who um, are stirring the pot, are planting seeds of negativity, are spreading rumors, are creating anonymous message boards. It is a hot mess express. And maybe it is not at this level within your organization, but you have probably had some form of this gossip spreading. Maybe it's on a chat, a private chat. Maybe it used to be around the water cooler. But just because we're working from home does not mean that the gossip pool has dried up. In fact, it may be even more of an issue in the work from home situation. You have people who are on their phones and maybe on a webinar, so while they're not engaging in eye rolls or, or giving side eyes and glances to their neighbor when someone speaks, they may be texting them on their phone because people know how to work around the chat feature because you can pull it on Zoom. If you didn't know that, now you know it. So it's not a matter of how do I get rid of these people, but how do you acknowledge it, become aware of it, assess what's going on, and actually create a remedy for it. Now, a lot of the people who are disgruntled, who have a problem, probably didn't start out that way. But over time, maybe they didn't feel heard. Maybe they didn't feel acknowledged. Maybe they felt passed over. And this creates resentment. You've heard us talk about resentment a lot of times on this show. But resentment builds. It might start as an annoyance where it's like, oh, this, this thing happened. Like, I brought up an idea and Bob ignored me. Or... I keep, you know, letting management know that we need to have more defined career paths and they just pass pass by and don't pay it any mind. And I don't feel valued, I don't feel respected, I don't feel supported. And so it's the internalization of this of it was a situation but now it's a me in relationship to this job, to this organization, to this culture. And so without even realizing it, that's when the side conversations start, the criticism, the, the stirring, the gossiping, the hearsay builds. And one person's feeling, once it's agreed with, with someone else, becomes a ripple effect. Because once there are two people who are gossiping, who are being negative, it starts to fan the flames. One person's flame will start to activate the other. And what I was talking to my client about was that Words are never neutral. Words are never neutral. They are either positively or negatively charged, meaning they are either helpful in making people feel supported, in activating creativity and collaboration and building trust, 
or they are stoking stress reactions. They are triggering a response of protection, of fight, of protection in, in personal core values. So whenever someone says, well, I didn't, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, listen for the energy underneath it. Listen for the tone. Look at the body language. And here's the opportunity. If you are noticing this and you see a body language change, if you see or hear a tone that doesn't match to the words, this is where we can say something. So if someone says, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody's feelings, something you could say is, I understand, I hear what you're saying that you're not trying to hurt someone's feelings. What would happen if you actually did hurt someone's feelings? If we're not trying to hurt someone's feelings, are we actually trying to be kind? How can we help the situation here? What, what are our opportunities here? So it helps to convert almost an avoidance tactic of, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not trying to you know, insult anybody. I'm not trying to offend anybody. Well, what are you trying to do? You see the difference? So if, if my intention is to not do something, what am I actually trying to do? So just by changing the language of, my intention here is to find a solution so that people feel more supported, that is much more constructive than, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. So what we uncovered is that there are typically three buckets of people. And this can be from any level. This can be people in the C-suite. This could be entry level. This could be middle managers. This could be vendors and customers. Or, you know, trolls on the internet. We know what bucket they're going in. Um, but there are three buckets, and this is what you need to be aware of. The first bucket is people who are conflicting, meaning they have a problem with policies. They have a problem with people. They have a problem with the product. They have a problem with uh, the way that they work or maybe their role. They are conflicting with a lot of things. It might start as one thing, and as the resentment builds up, it becomes a big boulder of conflict. The second bucket is they're existing, meaning that they're probably tolerating situations or people that aren't working for them. Maybe they have one of these conflicting supervisors or bosses or a conflicting colleague who's always in their ear. They are existing in the moment, but they're not necessarily generating momentum. They're not creating traction. They're not building. So while they're not taking away, they're also not adding. And you've probably seen people who are just going through the motions. They're, they're happy to be there. They're happy to be a part of things. Uh, they probably have felt stagnant in their career and just probably threw in the towel and said, you know what, this is as good as it's going to get. I'm happy to have a paycheck. And then the third bucket are people who are thriving, people who are aligned with the culture, people who are collaborating and trusting the people around them that are really making things pop. So ask yourself, are you in the conflicting, the existing, or the thriving bucket? And who are you surrounding yourself with? If you are a person who wants to thrive, are you hanging out in the conflicting bucket? Are you hanging out in the existing bucket? And here's the thing. In 2020, we have all been taxed and maxed out. We are under sustained stress. So we may have been thriving and now we're probably existing and that's okay. But the awareness is what we're looking for. 
if we have made conflicting into our status quo, we will burn out. Conflicting only exists, it only lasts when there are people fueling the flames, when there is, there is oxygen added to that flame. It's a blaze. It is not sustainable on its own, which means that over time it burns out. The other piece is if you are in a sustained existing mode, you are more prone to go into conflicting. There are people who will pop on over and, and start to poke holes of like, hey, you don't look so happy. Here's all the problems I see. And you start to hook into that story if you're not taking care of yourself. So first step is awareness. Where are you showing up? And also, where do you want to go? If you want to be thriving, what are you willing to let go of? Where do you need support? How do you start to add in healthy behaviors and habits? How do you create a safe space where this conflicting zone has no place? Now, how do you do that? If someone comes into your space and starts to stoke the fires and starts to cast doubt and fear and conspiracy theories, you can just say, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't really think that way. And I'm really busy. I'm going to keep working. You shut it down. This is where detached engagement comes in. You can acknowledge people without getting into the story. You can also ask them empowering questions of, I'm curious how we could resolve that. You know, what options are you thinking of? And if they don't have anything constructive to say, that's when you move on. You get to decide what you participate in. You get to decide how much you engage in the energy. That is your choice. So if you want to thrive in 2021 or in the remainder of 2020, you need to start creating those boundaries that preserve your thriving space, your thriving bucket, and also start to recruit in other people who are thriving and want to thrive with you. It's amazing what happens when the energies align in that way. When you have shared vision, shared values, you start to, to pop with ideas. It's, it's like rainbows and sunshine, and we all need that right now. It's about to get real cold real soon. So this is how you can not just make it through 2020, but this is how you can catapult into the new year and be like, 2020, I learned a ton, and I'm going to do better and continue to improve and grow. So... Are you conflicting, existing, or thriving, and where do you want to go, and how do you maintain that? So let's shut down the gossip, let's shut down the nastiness and the drama, and start planting seeds for growth where we all can thrive. You guys keep being awesome. I'm the Spitfire Coach. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and y'all keep being awesome.